0: You will have these workouts for life, four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers, so you've got 40 workouts total, plus there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. Thanks so much for joining me. Makes me think about, uh, sorry for the awkward pause there. As soon as I said, I am Elizabeth Benton, a lot of you guys have reached out to me asking if I am going to change my name Um, because if you missed it, Chris and I got married. We basically have felt like we were married for a long time and we weren't going to do the legal thing, but we did. Anyway, am I going to change my name? Yes, I am. I just don't know when because that's like a lot of paperwork and things like that. So We will see in terms of the when on that, but that's not why we're here today. Today, I'm excited to talk to you about those moments when you feel like you just don't know what to do or you have so many goals you don't know which one to focus on and you just start to get overwhelmed. What do we do? What are our tools when we're in that overwhelm? But I'm going to get back in one second because I have a loose chicken. I'm going to go catch the chicken and come right back. Okay. So you know what's funny is (laughs) I never stop recording when I'm podcasting. I don't edit. People say, how long does it take you to edit your shows? I'm like, I haven't edited a show ever. I hit record and I go. But then it just so happens every once in a while, something crazy happens and I have to stop. And today it was the chicken was a good acre away from her, from her coop. So I had to chase chicken back to the coop. Anyway, here's what happened that led to this episode. We are in the middle of the summer 12 Weeks to Transformation, and one of my clients reached out. This was a few weeks ago now, so it was early in the summer session, and she said, I'm frustrated, and I'm lost, and I don't even know what I'm supposed to be doing. And that's always such an opportunity for me, right? You might think that it would be alarming for somebody to say that, but it's not because to me what that is, that sense of like I'm overwhelmed and I don't know where to start and I don't know what's going on and I don't know what to do or what to focus on – it is a huge opportunity, right? It is a huge opportunity for all of us. Even if you're just having that feeling in, a, in the middle of your day, like there's too much to do and I don't know where to start. I feel that way often. And the reason I think it's a huge opportunity is because that feeling is our sign, our clear as day sign that we need to slow down and think about things a little bit more differently. So here's, here's exactly what happened when this came to my attention from this client. She said she was frustrated and that she felt lost and she didn't know what to focus on. And I said, okay, let's simplify. That's always where I start. And that's where I want you to start too, let's simplify. What's your goal? In the case of this, this particular conversation, we were talking about the 12 Weeks to Transformation, I said, what is it that you want to get out of the 12 Weeks to Transformation? So if you're feeling this in a given day or with a particular goal that you have, right, if it's a given day, what is it that you want to be sure happens before the end of the day today? Like the absolute must, the most important thing. Or if it's for a particular goal you have and you feel like there's all these moving parts, right? Let's simplify. Let's break it down. What is the goal right now today? And she said, I don't even know. I don't even know. I, don't even, I, don't, I can't even tell you what my goal is. And sometimes we get so caught up in our frustration that we don't even hold ourselves to the standard of taking time to think. We're so quick to go with, I don't know, I don't understand, I can't, it's too much, that we don't even hold ourselves to the standard of, let me think about it. Oftentimes when we say, I don't know, we say it so quickly we haven't even tried to come up with an answer. I don't know was so practiced and so convenient, and it gave us a way to not have to do anything, right? I don't even know what to do. Like, okay, people want to lose weight. I don't even know where to start. Well, if you and I were to sit down, I guarantee we could come up with 10 different places you could start if we talked about it. But when you say, I don't even know. There's so much conflicting information. I don't even know where to start, or in your day. Like, there's so much to do, I don't even know where to start. It's just a convenient card you play that lets you off the hook in that moment. So I asked this client, I said, what is it that you want to get out of this? And she said, I don't even know. So I said, fine, let's get on the phone. Email me a couple days and times that work with you, and let's get on the phone. So we get on the phone, and kind of goes the same way. I have no idea what I want. I'm totally overwhelmed. And then she said, and I make more excuses than anyone you've ever met. And I said, perfect, perfect. And I knew she was confused. Like, why is it perfect that I make more excuses than anyone you've ever met? Because those excuses are going to tell us what it is that matters to you. Think about excuses for a second. Where do we use them? Why do we use them? We make excuses to talk ourselves out of that thing we think we're supposed to do or that thing we pledged to do. Maybe that is... Working out, you know. For me right now, it's what I call deep work. I've shared with you guys not to go down a rabbit hole, but we'll we'll, we'll just kind of go a few steps down a rabbit hole. I shared a few weeks ago that instead of reading a bunch of different books this year, I have focused on just a few that I really want to master, and one of them is Cal Newport's book Deep Work. And so I'm holding myself to this standard of doing deep work every day, distraction-free, not checking email. In fact, I turn off Wi-Fi when I do this. I put my phone in the house and I'm out in the office, like total distraction-free. Chris knows, don't come out here. Deep work. And I make a lot of excuses. Well, I've got other things I need to get done. And if I get these things done now, then I'll be able to do more deep work later in the week. Excuses. Point us to that thing that matters, right? So if that thing that matters to you is working out more regularly, then you're going to see the excuse of like, I'm too tired. I don't really know what I should do. My back is hurting a little bit. When this client said to me, I make more excuses than anyone you've ever met on the heels of telling me that she doesn't know what she wants and she doesn't know what her goals are. I was like, this is exactly what we need the excuses. That's where we start. Our excuses are so powerful. And I was talking to somebody else the other day who was struggling with jealousy. And I said, I feel the same way about jealousy as I do about excuses. It tells us what it is that we want that we don't have. It points to us where we need to be doing work. When I experience envy, I know that is telling me something important about something I want that I feel that I don't have. For example, if I see um, a group of friends that's super close and they just seem to like get together very consistently and they have routines and they just have this closeness, I might feel jealous of that. That is a tool because it tells me I've got work to do in creating deep and meaningful friendships. I need that feeling. I want that feeling because without it, we can stay in this realm of like, I don't really know what I want. Life's okay. I guess I'm fine. Everything's fine, but I don't want to be fine. I want to be excellent. I got one shot at this life thing, I want to make it amazing. And our excuses are as powerful. When you feel like, I don't know where to start, I don't know what I really want, I want so many different things, I can't seem to nail it down, let's look at your excuses. So I said, what excuses do you make? And she said, I don't know, everything. And I reminded her that response is what we do when we're rushing and we're trying to let ourselves off the hook and we're really trying to justify our behavior more than we're trying to change our behavior. So I want to go back to that for just a second because I want people to really lean into that. When you say, I don't know, it's too much, I'm overwhelmed. You are really more interested in justifying your behavior than you are in changing it that is when we say, I don't know, I don't even know, I'm too overwhelmed, there's too many things. You say those things when you're not committed to changing, you're not committed to being a part of the solution or to doing something different, you're just validating, you're just justifying where you have been. I don't even know. Look, if you wanted to solve it, you wouldn't want to rush so much. You'd be willing to take your time. So I told her, I said, slow down. You're rushing. You do know. You know what excuses you make. You make them all the time. Of course you know. You're just rushing through this conversation because you're frustrated. And in that frustrated mode, you're not in creative, energetic, problem-solving mode. You're in throw my hands up, stomp my feet, act like 12-year-old mode. And that's not where and how change happens. Slow down. You're rushing. What do you make excuses about? And she said, oh, well, I say that I don't have time, but I do have time. Okay? Don't have time to do what? And I'm walking you through this, guys, Not because that's necessarily your excuse, I don't have time, but because I want you to get familiar with using these tools when you feel like, I don't know, I don't know where to start, I'm overwhelmed, I'm frustrated. If you slow down your thinking and you break down your thinking, you're going to find answers right at your fingertips that were there all along. You were just more committed to the problem than you were to the solution. So she says, I don't know, I don't have time. I don't have time to what? To take care of myself okay, what does that mean to you? We're not rushing. We're really trying to understand to get a deeper, a deeper level of knowing what we're talking about here. Take care of myself could mean any number of things and it really matters because if we just set a goal that like I want to take care of myself, but we haven't specifically identified what that looks like, what that is in action, these are the three things that if I was doing them consistently, I would feel like I was taking care of myself. It becomes a very hard target to hit. So take care of myself. What does that mean to you, I asked? I don't know, everything. Okay, what specifically? Because it's not everything. I don't think you mean going to the carnival. That's not on the list. Okay, then it's not everything. Exercise and eat well. Perfect let's start there. There we have it. I said, those excuses tell me that one of your goals is to take better care of yourself. And two ways to do that are exercising and eating well, right? Now we have to get more specific on both of those things, but, but we, we broke it down even further. I said to her, what are two things that you can do today to take better care of yourself? And she said, I don't even have a clue. And I told her, I said, lies, 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 lies. Yes, you do. No, I really don't even have a clue. And I said, you just told me two specific things, not 60 seconds ago. What were they? And she said, eat well and exercise. And I said, so you already have identified two, and we could break those out into like 15 different things if we really wanted to. You do know We say, I don't know, when we're rushing, when we're not holding ourselves to the standard of actually solving a problem. We just want to validate that there is a problem. But we're not here to identify problems. We're here to solve them. We're here to create change. Any of us can do this. What are two things that I am able and willing to do today that will move a needle towards one of my goals? I don't know is not an acceptable answer. It's not. Look, once you get beyond like seven or eight years old, that is a starting point. It is not an ending point. I don't know is not an acceptable stopping point. Have that be one of your standards. I don't stop there. I might start there. That might be where I begin, but it's absolutely not where I stop what are two things you can do today? So then we got really, really specific. She was going to go for a walk and then she had like a meal delivery service, healthy meal thing that had been in her fridge that she was going to prepare for dinner. Perfect. Perfect. We've identified two things. I said, listen, are you able and willing to do both of those today? She said, yes. I said, are you able and willing to email me tomorrow and give me an update? How did it go with the walk and the meal? And then identify two more things that you're able and willing to do. Yes. So now what we've done is we've effectively, effectively shifted from this belief of like, I'm totally lost. I'm totally frustrated. I don't know what to do to a concrete focus on the solution. And we did so with a series of questions that you can use today and any day when you ask yourself, what is it that I want to accomplish? What is it that I want to accomplish? I don't know. Okay. Well, where am I making excuses that I feel crappy about? On what specific things? Okay. So now that we've identified those, if I were to do those couple of things today, would I feel like that was a win? Would I go to bed feeling accomplished, feeling proud? Okay. Do those things. Am I willing to hold myself accountable tomorrow to go through this process again, to ask these questions again? don't let I don't know be a stopping point. It is a starting point. Don't rush through your frustration with the problem so quickly that you don't allow yourself any time or any energy on the solution. One of the questions I ask myself all the time is, if I hired somebody to solve this for me, what would I expect from them? And you better believe that if I hired somebody to solve this for me, if they just said, I don't know, I'm overwhelmed. That wouldn't, be unaccept- that wouldn't be acceptable. So if it wouldn't be acceptable if I was hiring somebody to solve my problems, then it can't be acceptable for me. It can't be acceptable for you. What would you expect if you hired somebody to step in and solve this? Would you accept your excuses from them? So should you accept them from yourself? Check yourself as you go through the day. Am I giving my energy to the past or to the problem? In fact, I just got an email. I'm going to try and pull it up. I'm obviously not going to say anybody's name or anything like that. Um, Let's see here. Here we go. So I got an email from somebody that said, I struggle with being my own worst enemy. I can be meaner to myself than anybody else can be. I want to get out of debt. I want to get out of my own way. I want to lose weight. I want to get off my meds. I know I deserve good things, but I just can't believe it. Motivation is hard. My brain says no. I hope I'm not the most messed up person you've helped. So I said, ah, literally this is what I said. I see the problem. Your email is focused on the past and the problem, which means you are focused on the past and the problem. You get to switch. You get to switch. What would it look like to to send that email focused on today and the solution instead of yesterday and the problem? What would it look like? I literally have people go back and rewrite me an email they've sent, like, hey, I got an email from you, but it was all about the past and the problem. Can you try to send it in terms of today's solution and just see how different it is? And it's almost like the emails are coming from two totally different people about two totally different things. And all that changed is the perspective. When you feel rushed, or overwhelmed, or in this place of like, I don't know, I don't even know where to start. Check yourself, slow way down, ask yourself these questions, and get focused on what you can do today instead of on what is really kind of a a distraction, this story of overwhelm. Look, we can't do 75 million things in a day, but we can do three. So focus on those three instead of letting yourself off the hook because of the 75 million you can't do. What we need to do is slow down. What we need to do is be better thinkers. Have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to the Primal Potential Podcast, where our goal is not to help you learn. Our goal is to help you change. This is a year of action. Take something you learned from this episode and put it into action in your life today. To learn more about working more closely with me and the Primal Potential team, please visit primalpotential.com forward slash transform.